Welcome to Real Life Mentoring, where we explore real life issues to help you make an authentic difference in the world. Hi, it's Chris and Christina with Fahrenheit Real Life Mentoring. Well, if you're tuning in for the first time, this is part three of a three-part series going over a tool called My Life, My Story. Chris, today we're going to jump right into... Last week, we talked about the past portion of the tool. Yes. We're going to talk about the present and the future. So let's just take it away. There's a lot of information here, and you're not going to want to miss what, what this is about. Right. In a nutshell, yeah. uh, we want to help someone as a mentor assess the past, balance the present, understand it, and prepare for the future. Right. That simply said may sound, sound a bit sterile at first. You want to get to know someone's personal story. When you do that, you really get to know them. And as we said last week, you do not know someone at a deep level without knowing some of their past as right. well. Exactly. Good. So last week we kind of did a role play. Not kind of. We did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did a role play. We interjected a lot of just common sense, practical things that will help you as the mentor. Today we're going to jump right into the portion of when you're talking to someone's past, then obviously you're going to talk about their present. And so there's two sides to a person's present. We have our our challenges, those things that may be difficult for us, while we also talk about um, encouragements, things that are, are going good. So jump right. right in there, Chris. Okay. Well, with that said, let me, let me tie into that as well. So uh, currently, this is my life, all right? These are my relationships. This is my job, what I'm doing, where I'm living, okay? My present has been impacted, has been connected deeply to my past. Mm -hmm. And hopefully uh, the negative aspects that have tried to pull me back have been dealt with. Sure. But maybe not yet. It's a process. Right. But in the present present day, so we say on the right side— we will say things. So what what encourages you, strengthens you, and challenges you? Okay, just for clarification, he's saying the right side. Like we have a, a workbook. I'm a sorry, book, yes, yeah. on the right side. <laughs> right, on the right I, side of that I've work. got to remember that. Yeah. So imagine you've got a blank piece of paper. Sure. And you have the word past at the bottom, mm-hmm. present in the middle, and at the top, future. Right. So let's look at the present. On that, on that blank piece of paper, now you've got these three words, the word present. Right so, in the middle. Right in the middle. So on the right side of that word present, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me some things. I'm your mentor, and I'm getting to know you better. This is the role pays section. (laughs) Already. So, Christina, what would be some things currently in your life that encourage you, strengthen you, and challenge you? And I say challenge for your benefit. Mm -hmm. Some people see challenge as a negative, but I mean in a positive way. What are things that encourage you, uh, benefit you, and strengthen you today? Okay. In the role-playing phase of this. Yes. For somebody like me, I, I really need a little bit more detail. Very good. You because may... that's very broad. Yeah, it's vague. Something that really brings me encouragement is my morning cup of coffee. Are you are you looking for those? So break down those questions because okay. that's really, really, really That's really general. important, though. Okay. Let's put that down. If you're yeah. writing on the list, I'd say uh-huh. oh, Christina's morning cup of coffee <laughs> really encourages her. By the way, it, it encourages me. Uh, I don't think it encourages me as much as it does you, but <laughs> right. that's beside the point. Right. So you're right. Someone may say, I'm really encouraged by my marriage today. Yeah. We had that. We just got back from a retreat, and we spent a lot of time together one-on-one. It could be something. My children, yeah. at their ages, they really bless me. They really encourage me. Mm-hmm. So those are great to give examples, right. but if you're mm-hmm. asking somebody who maybe is a little bit more of a processor like mm-hmm. me, I'm like, ooh, what are you looking for? So formulate the questions are, what are some things? Yeah. So right. 
Yeah. So now that we understand each other a little bit yeah. better, <laughs> but for the listeners to understand as well, that's that's really important. Yeah. What would be something that really encourages you today, Christina, besides the coffee? Yeah, I'm really encouraged by my my children, my adult children, um, just where they are at this point in their lives, at the choices that they've they've made to get them to where they're at, and how they they view um, maybe their life. Um, yeah. Okay. That's one thing. What's something which strengthens you? Something that strengthens me, um, obviously, because again, we're we're operating from a total uh, Christian worldview, but a biblical perspective. A biblical perspective, right. but first and foremost, it's always my relationship with God. It, it strengthens me, um, especially now. I'm kind of in a crossroads season of my life, and man, I'm I'm clinging hard to my relationship with God. Just like I need my cup of coffee in the morning and I need air to breathe, man, I need to hear him and seek his direction. Um, and then he does that through people like you, okay. Aww, my husband. I'm strengthened. I'm encouraged um, by the choices you make to walk through me. Or throck. <laughs> walk through me. You're invisible. To walk with me okay. in this season of life. Yeah. Right. So from what you've said, if I gave it a generic turn, term, uh-huh. you would say, you have significant relationships that really encourage and strengthen you. Yeah. God, uh, children, marriage, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump on the other side. So on the left side of that word, the present, mm-hmm. we're going to list things like, you could write a heading of it, things that discourage you, frustrate you, battle you, and maybe even defeat you. Mm-hmm. This is where it can get heavy, obviously. Yeah. But again, you're wanting to know their whole story. If someone says, do you really want to know? <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. need to. You want to know. Right. It's, it's, it's part of the story. Sure, sure. So my answer to that question right now, in the present, my health, um, I'm 53. This stunning creature you see before me, I, there's just some health challenges that are really discouraging. Okay. Yeah. Uh, things that I can't put my finger on, and one day I'm feeling great, and the next day I'm like, Ugh. Okay. Yeah, which then obviously affects my mental, you know, being super excited about tasks before me. If my physical is challenged, then that's a real challenge, you know. You alluded to this, or didn't you didn't allude earlier. You actually put it out there, Chris, instead of just asking that what seemed like a generic question, right. what's something that's what encourages you. Yeah. Uh, I should have done this. Again, I continue to learn and be reminded, depending on the person I'm with, Christina, as we talk about things that encourage you, strengthen you, motivate you, things that discourage you uh, would be something like, hey, be thinking about categories maybe, relationships, Mm -hmm. career, Mm -hmm. health. Make sense? Right. The six areas that we've referred to. Great point. Okay, so the six areas where she's mentioning, Mm -hmm. we're spiritual, we're physical, mental, emotional, relational, uh, professionals, or educational, if we're Mm -hmm. working on our education. In fact, let's just rewrite this whole tool right now, but those would be the great... Great questions to say. What are some areas that are really encouraging you in these areas? In these six areas. That's excellent. Do you guys see what's what's happening right now? We're not making this up. Yeah. That's how you become. You can bank this up. Do what? You can't make this up. (laughs) (laughs) But 
I find as a mentor, some uh, aspects are very planned and organized right, right, and right, detailed. Right. And other times it's like, I've never thought about that. Someone will say something, my wife or a mentee, or mm-hmm. I'll read something and I go, that should be a part of this. Sure. It's always developing the toolbox. So when you ask me the, the difficulty, my brain whoop, went okay. to the physical because that's the thing. But there may be other things in those five areas. And that's where as a mentor, you can ask, okay, you named this physical. How does that affect you emotionally? Because the, the six areas are all related. It's all connected. So yeah. it's interesting as well. Our past present and future are all connected, right? Sure. But these six areas are all (laughs) connected as well. Exactly. And they're all a part of our story. If I were to ask you, do you believe your past has any spiritual aspect to it? Mm -hmm. Of course it does. Mm -hmm. Well, we know physical because you you were born and you're still alive on this earth. But I said, what about mental emotional? Mm -hmm. It's all been a part of your past and mine as well. Yeah. And it's where we are today and what we want to do with our future. Okay, so Chris, let's go back to the tool. You've asked me, we're in the present. You've asked me some difficulties or challenges, and now we've just added an amendment to that okay. in the six areas. You've had me look at some challenges, some difficulties, things that have maybe been a struggle then. What does the mentor do? I think it's important to affirm the things that encourages that person. Mm-hmm. Um, that they get their joy from, their motivation from. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they're healthy mm-hmm. uh, things. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the on the, the the left side, where we talk about uh, things that discourage you or defeat you or frustrate you, we need to camp out there for a while. Mm-hmm. And, and what does camping out look like as a mentor? We need to take one, a mentee. one of the one of the topics. Uh-huh. And so, for instance, you said you're physical. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's frustrating. It's exhausting. Um, It plays into the mental. Plays into the mental. So as a mentor, my brain works this way. All right, I'm not a scientist. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. But I I love, uh, if if you were interviewing me, you would Mm -hmm. know part of things, something I enjoy doing, I like the idea of fitness and nutrition. Mm -hmm. I love learning new things Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Natural means, usually, on improving the body, keeping it healthy and strong. Because we all age, it's just how how it is. Mm Mm-hmm. My brain would do this as a mentor. Okay, Christina, are you currently seeing a doctor? Mm-hmm. Now, it, this may sound strange to someone going, why would my mentor ask me about my physical health? Mm-hmm. First of all, you brought it up. Yeah. But if you didn't, at some point, I'm going to ask you, Sure. how's your physical health? Because it's a part of who you are. Right. And your physical health impacts the rest of who you are, sure. right? Mm-hmm. The other areas. Yeah. So my brain would do this. Christina, do you have a doctor? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I do. Well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Nothing. He just gives me pills. Yeah. Okay, hopefully not, but maybe so. Yeah. Have you ever thought about blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got a good friend. Um, his name's Michael. He's a scientist. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, he, he has a respect for medicine, but he also has a respect for uh, holistic means. Right. Would you be willing to have a conversation with him if I set it up? Now, the reason Chris is talking about those things is because at Fahrenheit, <laughs> there's a reason we say real life mentoring. mentoring. Because a person is not just one-dimensional. There's so many aspects. And so as a mentor, just being in tune to if the biggest challenge, you know, like I mentioned, is the physical, then ask some questions. It's not a checklist. You're not giving them a checklist to follow, but give them suggestions. Use your own wheelhouse, your own experience um, to give them suggestions of maybe a course of action. Or maybe the course of action is... I don't have any idea, but let's pray together about that. 
and let's see what, what's out there together. Yeah, exactly. So again, let's go back to the, the foundation of this tool, the real reason for it, to care about another person that you would hear their story, right, and mm-hmm. know about their life. Yes. So you could actually walk with them. And so to say, hey, would you talk to my friend who's a nutrition expert? You would leave that, that time together with your mentor and mm-hmm. go, she really cares about my health. Right. She's going to connect me with this man because if you're having physical problems right now, where is a lot of your focus? Yeah, on the physical On problems. the physical. Well, if I help you with that mm-hmm. indirectly right. or directly, you're going to go, that man or that woman who's ever mentoring me really cares about me. Very good. Let's let's push forward. So that that's a possible scenario of you just open up talking about the present. So then what? The person has shared some challenges, struggles, some encouraging things, some things that strengthen them. Then what do you do? Let's go back to the the, the struggles, the challenge, not the challenges, the struggles, the things that defeat us and, and frustrate us, maybe depress us. Um, there could be something connected from the past. Mm-hmm. And I'll share a personal example. Mm-hmm. All right. So when I'm going over my own tool, doing it for myself, uh, by the way, no one's ever done this with me. I'm doing it tonight. Well, you are doing it tonight. No, well, you know, we're seeing a biblical counselor right now. He and his wife. Yeah. Actually, he did. Isn't that encouraging? We're leading a podcast and we're seeing a counselor. No. No, because we know when we need help. We know exactly. when we need support. Yeah. And so we are healthier that we can give it away. Yeah. So there's no shame in that. Yeah, that's a free advertisement that's right, right there. But Seek out a biblical counselor. The biblical counselor uh, that we're seeing, the husband and wife team, he started doing this with me. Mm-hmm. He was asking me questions about my past, and I began to realize he's doing my life, my story. Mm. He maybe hasn't done it at, as the, at the extent of this yet, mm-hmm. but he, I think he will. Mm-hmm. Now, where was I on that? You, you were had, sharing a personal illustration about how something from your present can tie into the past. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm putting mine together on pa- this pa- uh, piece of paper, and under the, the side that said things that discourage and defeat me and frustrate me, mm-hmm. I wrote on there fear of loss. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not something that someone's probably going to share with you yeah. the first time you ask them about their, their story. Sure. But we're just going to illustrate the purposes of how this tool can be used. Right. So, yeah, it's it, great. It, will, it could develop in that. Yeah. And so I was writing mine down for fear of loss, and I felt defeated mm. because as I'm, I have a relationship with God through Christ, and I will talk to God you can call it prayer. It's ongoing conversation for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote it down. I said, fear of loss. I said, God, I thought I was over that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, I was beyond that. And I, I knew the, the Spirit of God said, Chris, you are over that mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. It used to control you and live with you. Mm-hmm. So if you had this document in front of you, this, this tool, I would take a, a, a pen mm-hmm. and I would draw an arrow from the present mm-hmm where it says fear of loss, mm-hmm. down to the past. That fear of loss was trying to pull me to the past yeah. because I lived that way when right. I was younger. Mm-hmm. I lived with a fear of loss because we moved a lot as well when I was mm-hmm. growing up, but it was always because of dysfunction. Sure. Something happened. Alcoholic mm-hmm. father, poverty, you name it, it mm-hmm. was happening. So I grew up without realizing that I was being covered with fear of loss. Mm. I'm an adult, and I'm struggling in areas. I'm going, what's going on? And one day, God revealed to me, you're battling a fear of loss. It's time for that to be done. Right. So I, I prayed, and I asked God, take that from me. But this, so, this still happens, though. I still get battled with it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that caused me shame initially because I thought, well, God, I thought I was finished with that. He says, you are. Mm-hmm. But 
it's something that the enemy uses to to battle you. Right. But it doesn't control you, and it doesn't live with you anymore. I share that story. I would not have understood that, I don't believe, mm-hmm. had I not looked at my past right. and where I am today. That's a, a good point, that when you're going through this tool, something that can be affecting somebody in their present, like Chris, a fear of loss, can actually pull them back down into the past. And then what happens is you're not living in the present, and you certainly can't see a hope for your future, right? Right. Let's let's share a great illustration about a couple that we know. We won't mention names because we, we didn't ask them permission. She was going through cancer. Right. So we're going to talk about we need to jump into the future, right? Right. Okay. So let, let's touch base on that for a moment. Yeah. So as a men- mentor, you're saying, so, Christina, not to be too broad, okay, I could say, what do you want for the future? Right. Whoa, what do you mean? That's a, that's a lot. Christina, what do you, what's something you hope for mm-hmm. in your relationships in the future? And you mm-hmm. go, well, what do you mean? Okay, what do you hope for in your relationship with your husband and mm-hmm. your daughters and your son-in-law now? Yeah. What would you, what would you say? Uh, just a growing closeness. Okay. Um, uh, as they build their families, whatever God intends for them, whether it's, the addition of husbands or children or foster kids or whatever, that um, I would have permission to sit at the table, so to speak, that I would be able to pour into the extra people that come into our mm-hmm. lives and really build them up and pray for them and encourage them and be a, a source of strength for them. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting as as we age, so you have a, if you were to ask a three-year-old, what are your hopes for the future? <laughs> I want a bowl of ice cream. Yeah. That's as far as they would think probably. Right, right. You ask a 10-year-old, it's going to be different. Yeah. A 20-year-old, 30, and so on. But as long as we're on this earth, there is a future Yeah. Be, um, before eternity. Mm-hmm. And so I always want to respect that. If I'm mentoring a man who's 70 years old, yeah. I don't want to go, what, what kind of future is he looking at? Sure. <laughs> no, I want to go, what do you hope for the future yeah. for yourself? Mm-hmm. And um, have you ever thought about this? This is something you can ask your mentee. Do you have any fears for the future or right. not for when you think about the future? Does mm-hmm. any kind of fear come your way? If so, what is it? Mm-hmm. What about you? Mm-hmm. Well, um, probably 20 years ago, a fear of mine would have been that my my girl, like I would die. I mean, that was a fear. I might die and my kids would never get to know me. Well, I could die now. Oh, you mean <laughs> as, as, as a young mom? Right, 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 okay. right. Now that's not such a fear. But, I mean, I think that's a, a real fear for any young mom, right? So I think that would uh, be be a tangible thing that people could identify with. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the, on the future, you're looking at, so what do I hope for? What is God wanting for me? Mm-hmm. That I would get out of the way and say, well, I'm going to do this. Sure. Um, that we would not have that mentality. And what you may be talking with a mentee who has that mentality. Right. They think it's all about them. Mm-hmm. That's maybe may all they know. Sure. It's all about your life to get them to see, okay, God has a future for you. Yeah. But it's more, so much more than just was probably in your head right now. Mm-hmm. So we have a past. We're, it's directly connected to our, our present. Mm-hmm. We can't get away from it. It's part of who we are, and it's supposed to be that way. And we have a hope for a future. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned this couple earlier. Yeah. So when I was uh, sitting down at the table with this couple a few years ago, I said, help me, give me your perspective on this tool. Mm-hmm. And I came away with a jewel, I think, that night. Yeah. So I said, tell me about some things about your past. 
And she said, well, when I was in my 30s, at this point they were in their late 50s, mm-hmm. early 60s, I mm-hmm. believe, mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And uh, it was a really tough time. Mm-hmm. And she said, what I found myself doing is living in the past. Mm-hmm. So present day she had back breast then, cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. She was living in the past. Mm-hmm. What my life was like before I had cancer. The glory days. The glory yeah. days. Mm-hmm. No stress from that. My health was good. My boys, her mm-hmm. boys were young. She had two young boys at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about what, would they lose their mom. Mm-hmm. The husband, who's a visionary anyway, mm-hmm. was thinking about what life's going to be like once we get through this breast cancer. Mm-hmm. So he was focused on the future. Mm-hmm. She was focused on the past. Mm-hmm. You know what they were missing? Yeah. The present. The present. They're both looking opposite directions. Yeah. Right. You know how miserable it is to get out of bed in the morning when you don't want to face the day, the present, Mm -hmm. because of what's something going on in your life. And so you tend to live in the past Mm. or and your spouse tends to live in the future. Exactly. The lack of communication that happens and it gets it can get ugly. It gets Mm -hmm. scary. Mm -hmm. So, again, as we as we wrap up this tool, my life, my story it's getting to know someone at a heart level, mm-hmm. giving someone the privilege of telling their whole story to you, mm-hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly, because yeah. it's all connected. And right. so, yeah. And I think it's good to point out this is a tool, just like you've seen us kind of rework and, and manage um, some different aspects of the tool. is a tool that we've developed that we hope you would take it and run with it and make it your own. So, as always, thank you for listening and uh Yeah, happy mentoring. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. We want to thank you as always for listening. If today was helpful, if something that you listened to was helpful, we would really love it if you would go to Apple or Spotify, leave us a review, download, subscribe, and for all things related to podcast, if you'd like to give a financial contribution to help us continuing bringing this sort of broadcasting to you, just go to Fahrenheit Mentoring dot org